It's President Trump and those of us who love justice and righteousness against those who don't. I'm Randall Terry. This is Voice of Resistance. Welcome to the broadcast, friend. I'm Randall Terry. I appreciate having this time with you. Very few people who are evildoers say, I'm an evildoer. Now, there are some who do. They're stealing. They know that they're stealing. They know that stealing is a sin. There's a very big church in Mexico City that I went to decades ago where penitents, people who are sorry for their sins, I think they call it the church's church's thieves, uh, church of thieves or something. I, I, I can't remember. I apologize. But they crawl up on their knees begging God for mercy. Now listen to me. This is really important. Somebody who is trapped in a sin, whatever the sin is, if they know it's a sin and they ask God for forgiveness, maybe it's a besetting sin. Maybe it's a sin that they're struggling with because of abuse that happened to them as a child or or patterns that they saw in their parents or people close to them. Any number of forces at work in their psyche, their soul, family traditions, bad family traditions. If they know that it's a sin and they are fighting against it and they are trying to shake it off, to shed it, even though they keep falling in it, they keep begging Christ for mercy, they keep saying, I am sorry, please forgive me. That's part of the human condition. I'm a sinner. I'm struggling with this sin. I have an ongoing problem with this besetting sin and I'm trying to change. I'm trying to amend my life. I'm trying to be more like Jesus. I want freedom from this sin. The problem is when someone or a group of someone's says, I want to change the rules. I want this to no longer be called a sin. I want this to no longer be referred to as a sin. I don't want my conscience bothering me. Now, in our culture today, the most glaring examples of this practice of rejecting the rules and trying to create new rules The most glaring are those around sexuality and family. Another one is around economics, and I'll get to that in a minute, communism. But the most glaring is I want to have sex with whoever I want to have sex with, and it's not a sin. It's good. It's normal. It's loving. It's the way God made me. There are people who are trapped in the the tragic lifestyle of homosexuality, the death trap of homosexuality. And they're saying, this is how God made me. So what, what they're doing is blaming the Almighty and thereby saying, if He made me this way, then it's okay for me to behave this way. 
they're saying that they can commit these deeds and that it's not a sin. Abortion, killing babies. This is not a sin. This is not murder. It's a right. It's a choice I can legitimately make and it's a proper ethical choice if I choose it. They want to change the rules. Now, on the economic side, communism, the heart and soul of communism is we will steal from certain people and give their money to other people. It's government-enforced theft. So if a, a robber comes to you and steals half your money or 90% of your money and all your jewels and says, I'm giving this to the poor, I am using it to care for them medically and I'm giving them food and clothing, does that make it any less theft? Okay? No, it's still theft. What he does with it is irrelevant. I mean, it might make you feel a little bit better, it might make a good movie, it might make a good script. Oh, wow, Robin Hood. But at the end of the day, theft is a sin. And there was a time not long ago in our country where it was against the law to even belong to a group that was the Communist Party. It was against the law to kill your baby. It was against the law to have relations with the same gender. Look how far we've fallen. I'll be right back. Christmas is almost here. And many of us are going through that annual struggle. What do I buy him? What do I buy her? In other words, there's a list of people in our lives that we need to or want to buy gifts for, and we just don't know what to get them. May I recommend not a tie and not chocolate this year, but the new DVD series, What Would Mohammed Do? Islamic Terrorism Explained. This is a serial documentary, something like you might see on Discovery Channel or PBS, that has eight hours of material. And you won't think it's eight hours. You'll be thinking, where'd it go? I want more, I want more. I'm encouraging you, friend get this, get multiple copies, and the more copies you get, the greater the discount. I'm letting you know, there are people who are going to watch this after you give them this as a Christmas gift, and they're going to thank you and say, this is one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. I was talking with a friend recently who said, I don't know what to say to somebody who says it should be okay for homosexuals to marry. They love each other. I know that it's a sin, but who am I to impose my morality? I mean, just all these struggles. And, and he said he was talking with somebody, and that somebody said, well, you lived with your wife before you were married. Who are you to tell me? And he said, what do I say to that? And I said, when you were living with your wife before she was your wife and you were cohabiting with her, did you know in your heart that it was wrong, that it was a sin? He said, yeah. I said, did you ever publicly say, this is not sin. Anybody should be able to live with whoever they want and have sexual relations with anyone that they want. He said, no, of course not. I said, that's the point. You weren't trying to change the rules. You weren't trying to make something that has been declared a sinful act. You weren't trying to change it into being a righteous act or a just act. Because if it is just and right to do certain things, then to try and oppose it 
is unjust. That's where we're headed, people. We're headed to where to speak out against same-sex matrimony will be viewed as a hate crime. You're trying to suppress the rights. They'll even invoke God, the God-given rights. God forgive them. It's a form of, of blasphemy, really, to attribute to the Almighty something that he cannot conceive of. God said regarding the killing of their children, he said, you have committed a deed that I did not command, neither did it enter my mind. Read Ezekiel. Look up that phrase in the book of Ezekiel. You've committed an act that I did not command, neither did it enter my mind. So perverse, so heinous, the killing of babies. So we have people who are trying to rewrite the rules. Now, I've been talking to you about the commandments of God, all right? Part of our goal as Christians is to work to establish a republic, a more perfect union that is self-consciously based upon the Ten Commandments, the Beatitudes, the words of Moses and Christ. That is Christian civilization. That's common law. That's Western civilization, whatever you want to call it, the Magna Carta, the Declaration of Independence, that Christianity, the Ten Commandments are universally agreed, almost universally agreed by all historians that yes, the founders were self-consciously saying that God gave us certain inalienable rights and not the state. So there are people now who in government who want to overturn the laws and the culture of our government, let's stay with America, and, and change the rules or defy the rules. Sally Yates, you probably heard last night, she was the, she was the acting deputy director of the Justice Department, an Obama appointee, and she said, I am not going to enforce President Trump's executive order regarding keeping people out from these seven nations. This was an act of, well, it was against the law. She was breaking the law. She swore an oath to uphold the laws, the Constitution and the laws of the United States. The, the Congress passed a law that said the president, the president can, can keep certain people from coming out of the country, from coming into the country, if he deems them a threat. It's the law, okay? So they, to a lesser degree than their poor, heretical, uh, ethical compatriots, you know, with the baby killing and, and sexual relations, they are saying, I don't give a damn what the rules are. I don't give a damn what the laws are. Excuse my language. I want you to grasp the contempt that they have for the rule of law. They're saying, I don't care. I'm not gonna do it. Now, as of today, you have the state of California convening hearings. The state government of California is convening hearings to pass a law that says that no local law enforcement will cooperate with federal law enforcement regarding illegal immigrants. So they're trying to turn the whole state of California into a so-called sanctuary state. They are trying to overthrow the law. Are you understanding me? This is tantamount to an act of treason. I'll be right back. Don't go away.
Perhaps you have a business or a ministry or a message that you want to get out to multiple thousands of people. We have the avenue for you to do that. This show. We are currently seen on over 130 television stations, Monday through Friday, twice a night, 8 p.m. Eastern and 1 a.m. Eastern, and then all times are local. Our advertising rates are so competitive, you'll wonder, why didn't I go to Randall Terry first, all right? Literally, you can reach into these 130 cities for about 50 cents a day per city. Do the math. That's an incredible bargain. And you'll be reaching the type of viewer that you want to buy your product or to hear your message. Contact us as soon as you can. We'll talk about the rates. We'll talk about cutting the commercial for you. And you can reach a lot of people. If you study the Roman Empire, by the way, I'm Randall Terry and you're watching Voice of Resistance if you just joined me. Thank you for letting me be in your home. If you study the, the Roman Empire, you see the expanding and the contracting of the Roman Empire based upon borders. Hadrian's Wall, which is in England, it's a 70 mile wall, was built by the Romans to keep the violent Picts from the north from invading. Okay? Israel today has a wall to keep out people who mean them harm. Every nation on the planet has the right and the responsibility to decide who comes into their country. It's not a God-given right for anyone to go anywhere. It's not, okay? Nations are in the Bible. And it even says that the scriptures, at the end of the world, there still will be nations when Christ comes again. When Christ judges the world, there will exist nations. And part of what defines a nation is a border. God judges nations or rewards nations based upon their ethics, their behavior, their laws, whether they honor him or despise him in their laws, whether they acknowledge him or they defy him like communists and deny him like atheists in their laws. So, we have a right and our leaders have a responsibility to protect this nation. And at times that means protecting our borders. Do, do you understand? I don't, I personally, I cannot understand fully what motivates these people. I know what, in part what motivates them is that they hate Donald Trump. And they think, in spite of the fact that 66, yesterday's poll, 66% of Americans agree with President Trump's temporary ban on people from these nations, only 24 disagree, right? That's more than two and a half to one. So, not that that matters, by the way. President Trump is the president of this nation. Let me make an analogy. If I'm the dad of my family, which I am, and I say, <clears throat> we're locking the door at night. We live in a rough neighborhood. We're putting up bars on our windows. I'm gonna put some security cameras in. We're gonna make sure that our family is safe. I'm gonna have a dog outside. If I do that, am I behaving responsibly as a dad? I think you'd say that. 
Now, as a dad, I said, boys, take those bars down. Don't lock the doors. <coughs> Excuse me. Leave the door open. Let the neighborhood know that we trust them. Daddy, there are people have been breaking into houses. That one man was killed a month ago and that one woman was raped just last week. I don't care. Just leave the door open, take down the bars, put the dog in the pen, okay, get rid of the alarms. Would I be at that point a responsible father? If we put those bars up, it's going to enrage them. It's going to inflame them. They're going to be more likely to attack us if we have bars and a dog and a security system and they know that we're armed. They're going to be more likely to attack us. <laughs> Isn't that the most stupid thing you've heard? Do you, do you think it's stupid? Do you think it's stupid? I think it's stupid. That's what they're saying. That's what their argument is about Islam. If we ban people from these nations, we're, we're becoming the poster child of ISIS. No, we're not. The poster child for the commander of ISIS is Muhammad, the founder of Islam. Okay? They don't need us to say we're just not letting people in from this country for them to make us the poster child. Western nations are the poster child because they worship many of many of the people here. We do. We worship the Trinity. Okay? Worshiping the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, is an act of criminal blasphemy in the Islamic scheme. It's criminal blasphemy. We don't need to worry that by trying to protect ourselves, we're going to incite further violence against us. That is stupid. It's absurd. It's like saying the dad saying, oh, I don't want to make all the criminals in the neighborhood mad, so let's take the bars down. Let's get rid of our guns. Let's get rid of the dog and leave the door open at night. <laughs> what are you, a moron? Oh, are you evil? Are you that Lord, forgive me. I'll be right back. I'm inviting you to not only watch this program, but invite your friends to do it. This show airs on over 130 television stations around the country, 8 p.m. Eastern, and again, 1 a.m. Eastern, all times local. But you might have a friend in another city who can't get it on their television set. They can watch it live on their computer if they want. They can stream it from their computer right onto their television set, as so many do today. That's why Hulu and Netflix and other companies have gotten so big. People are actually using their computer to watch television on their TV set or on their desktop or their laptop. So there's no cost and you can invite your friends to watch this program live at 8 p.m. Eastern or 1 a.m. Eastern on their computer Monday through Friday. And oh, by the way, you can take advantage at our website of gazillions of tools to make you a better Christian. It took me 14 years to write it. Four rewrites, countless edits. I poured my heart and soul into Dragon Slayers. It points a very inspiring and painful book to write. I encourage you to go to our website and look at the reviews that we have gotten from readers of this book and then avail yourself. It's an allegory and I, I promise you, you'll be inspired. I have been a leader in the pro-life movement for 30 years. And sadly, we have not prevailed in our goal to make it a criminal act to kill an unborn baby. 
There's reasons why we have failed. I wrote this book, a humble plea, to Catholic bishops, to evangelical clergy, and to lay people explaining where we went wrong and what we have to do to prevail. We've made this available as a PDF online for free. I encourage you to go and download your own copy. Gross negligence. I'm Randall Terry, by the way. Thanks for joining me. Gross negligence is what the Schumers, the hypocrites, the whining hypocrites like Schumer, Obama running his mouth now, one week after he's done with the presidency, the man can't shut his mouth. He's going to meddle. See how proud he is of all these people. He's the, the community activist is coming back, baby. Gross negligence is what they're promoting. They're willing to gamble, as Sean Hannity keeps saying. They're willing to gamble with your life. These Hollywood elites, they live in mansions, gated communities. They've got bodyguards that travel with them. Madonna, one of her bodyguards, fatally shot, killed an intruder in her home. That's a, that miserable wench. Look up the old English word, okay? It's perfectly appropriate. That miserable woman is a hypocrite of the highest order. And in the media, the main fake news, give her the time of day. <laughs> it's actually funny. Our duty now, we, listen to me people, we've got to have not just letters to the editor anymore. You better be writing letters to the editor. You better be calling up your local talk shows and, you, and then we've got to talk about, we, we need to talk about doing protests. Not protests, no, no, no. Supportive rallies. Rallies in our cities that get covered by the local news saying we support President Trump's executive order. And if you want to up it, go to your local mosque, have a press conference and say, we ask the leaders of this mosque to declare three things. One, they renounce Sharia law. Two, they renounce any claim to the caliphate. Three, no harm will come to any Muslim who wants to become a Christian. And if you want a fourth one, maybe we should do four, say, we condemn Muhammad's owning of sex slaves. Okay, the founder of Islam owned sex slaves and they were in his power when he died. All right? You want to know why ISIS grabs, holds sex slaves? They're just following Muhammad's example. I, I, I've got to go. I'm asking you, if you like this show, I'm asking you support this show. Would you, Billy Bob, put up our mailing address so they can see it. All right? Run and grab a pen. This show is supported completely by people like you. People who, I got a call the other day from a man in Canada who made a contribution to get a bunch of what would Mohammed do in different books I've written. I got a call the other night from, and I spoke to these people, from a man from the Los Angeles area who made a contribution. Got a whole bunch of copies of what would Mohammed do. Please support us. If you want something in return for your support, get multiple copies of our new serial documentary, the movie series, What Would Mohammed Do? Critics across the board are saying it is the best thing ever produced 
on the connection between the life of Muhammad and Islamic terrorism. Right now, we've got the field to ourselves, people. No one's ever done what we've done. Go to our website. Go to voiceofresistance.org and watch the first installment for free. Watch it. And then see what the other episodes are titled. See Muhammad's connection to jihad, to sex slavery, to deception, to anti-Semitism, to assassinating cartoonists. Look for yourself. And you'll understand the value of it. It's like getting a college education. Please, if you want to understand why what President Trump did is right, get the series and support President Trump. Be a voice for sanity, for righteousness, for justice. Be bold. Be bold against these, these oftentimes deceitful, godless, treacherous, hypocritical, anti-American bigots. They're the bigots. See you tomorrow.